again. We've done a whole nother season of Cinema Gush. This is exciting. Yeah. Season accomplished. Well done. Well done. I literally woke up. I was like, oh man, we're wrapping up season two today. It's like, nah, baby, it's season three. Holy crap in the beta. I sometimes think about like, why are we calling the season three? Because it's been, what, two years? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because the season TV show, you know, is once a year, but a season of this literally, it's been about four seasons. We've been working on these things. Yeah. That's been, right. It's been good. Yeah. It's, it's been a been, lot of fun. It's been a heck of a lot of fun, man. And I mean, most recently wrapping up the star Wars stuff, like man alive. Like I was telling you today, oh, yeah. I've already have been like, I probably already feel different about one and two. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And I, uh, you know, I, I, I said the same thing. I, like one of mine, which we'll get to one of, <laughs> yeah. one of a previous gushers sent in their list and his arguments like, yeah, you're right. That should have been higher. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. Shoot. Well, I, th- that was an excellent episode and I'm so pleased that, you know, John had a blast with that and it wasn't on video, but there were some moments where specifically when I was reading the force awakens that his face was like, Oh, Oh, you believe that? Oh, really? Oh, really? And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> JJ was not a mistake. So that was a blast, John. Thanks again for coming on. We'll, oh, do, it it again. we'll do it again. It was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, maybe goodness. we should just maybe we should just switch to a podcast where we rank uh, the same movie series over and over again. Well, shoot, a sneak peek for season four. We're gonna do Harry Potter. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is news to me too. That's yeah, yeah I love it. We love it. we uh, we love to have Harry Potter weekends here in this house. We're actually uh, my wife took the last couple of days off, so uh, she actually started it earlier. So I think she started on Wednesday, and she just finished my favorite. Which I won't give away. Interesting. <laughs> Realize yeah. I was just about to, but uh, yeah, we'll wrap up uh, the rest of them over the weekend. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have to it's do the whole S tier, A tier. What is S tier? Why is that above A? Like, do you, do you understand these things? I have no idea, but okay. I got a lot of S tier ranking on my Sonic Origins missions that I've been playing this week, so Wonderful. I felt good about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Well, speaking of S tier. We kicked this season off with the freaking Batman, everybody. Oh, my gosh. That movie is still the, yeah. so good. Spoiler free was our first one, right? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we waited a couple and we got into some spoiler stuff. Spoilers, and right. If I could just say one more time this season that there's a something in the <laughs> way. This has been this season's version. I guess they, any listeners wouldn't know, but every single episode last season, <laughs> Nick played in the background as we were ending the acoustic, the acoustic, the piano from a church version of the Evangelion theme. Every single episode, and I would forget it every single time what he was doing. I would just hear sound, and it would click on me. He's doing it again. Yep, it, we it's like lose. uh, it's like yeah. Paul Rudd on that with his uh Conan, yeah, with Conan a thing, Mac yeah. and me or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd yep. end the show, Every we'd time. say, "All right, see you later," and then I would just hit play, and you'd hear do 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 do. And it's played and on like, this giant church organ, but I would still have every time it would take like six notes for me to think, "What is he playing, and why is he playing it?" <laughs> so fantastic! Oh my goodness, Evangelion. Um, but speaking of the Star Wars rankings, we also ranked all the Spider-Man movies, and, and boy howdy, I gotta tell y'all, I, I, I still am thinking about just how good No Way Home was. Um, mm. And my theory, well, we will follow up, but I'm, I'm hoping my theory is uh, the correct one um, with regards to what happens when Nick Fury returns. So we shall see, we shall see. But. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then speaking of Spider-Man, the Enter the Spider-Verse episode where you just, I mean, you gushed it all out, man. What a great freaking film. Have you watched it since then or have the kids watched it since then? They have. And it's one of those where I've watched it in the background with them. I have not sat down to watch it, but I, it's on all the time. It's, it's, (laughs) it's that show. Yeah. Those days where you walk by and you just go, Ooh. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I, I, I cannot hear, um. What's the Sunflower? Uh, Post Malone? Post Malone. I can't hear any Post Malone song without thinking about Spider-Man. Yeah, He's just that Spider-Man guy in my mind. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, I, I went and saw Top Gun 2. I think I talked about this during Maverick? the Mad Max one. Did I say that? On air I, I, I think you did, but it doesn't matter because that's worth a gush. I'm going to go well, see it again on Tuesday. So I, I tell you how I like to avoid trailers, but that's I think that was one of the ways that I saw the trailer for um, the, the part one of the next Into the Spider-Verse movie. So sure, that one, sure. the Jurassic World that I'm going to be forced to see at some point. Um, yeah. And then I, Tom Cruise, like, sitting in a chair and saying thank you for, for coming. I was like, man, <laughs> you have aged, my friend. You have aged. Robert Redford looking good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. We but had our it, opposite day gush. That made me happy. That's right. What did we talk about? We just talked about stuff. We did just talk about stuff. stuff. Yeah, season question mark, episode one. I don't even remember. You talked about some music. I talked about music for a while. I think we talked about comics, um, figurines. Oh, yeah, just stuff that's like literally stuff stuff in my room. Yeah. Next year for April 1st, we're just going to say random words for 20 minutes. I imagine that would be very hard to do. There was a radio show back in Phoenix that has a game called Think Fast, You Dumbass, where uh-huh. you have to say, like, like they'll give you a word, and then you can't say anything associated with that word. So if they go milk, you can't say cow, farm, grocery store. You got It has to be completely off the wall, uh-huh. and people just lose all the time because you can't well, yeah. not associate. So John, for my birthday, bought me the blockbuster movie board game. And oh. it's, it's a it's a it's a game of coming up with riffing on. So like it gives you a category. One of the categories was me and him were going head to head, where you would have ten seconds to come up with a movie based on a book, and then you slap the buzzer, and the next person have ten seconds until somebody loses. And man, oh, cool. you should you should be able to come up with movies based on books for about three and a half hours, but under pressure, they just like fly out of your brain. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, there's a, another there's another movie game I can't think of where it's got the entire alphabet in a circle, and then like somebody has to slap a letter. Like it's a theme, right? So you'd say action, die hard, D, you know, and then sure, um, R, red, um, and all mm. those different things. And so that sounds like the kind of game. And real quick, since we're uh, live at the moment, I'm gonna do today's poster dole because you told me that you got it wicked fast. No, 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 no. What? Oh. Go ahead and do it, and then I'll tell you what happens. Oh my gosh. Uh, nope. This poster doll where basically you see a pixelated poster and you click it, go, and it slowly depixelates. And the faster you can identify what the poster is, the better your score. There we go. Got it. No time to die. All right. All right. So here's my problem. I immediately <laughs> knew it was, I was sure I knew. I was sure it was no time to die. But I typed in 007 and nothing came up. I typed right. in James Bond and nothing came up. And I thought, well, crap, I must be wrong. And so I kept going until I realized, <laughs> oh, they're going that way. They didn't have either of those. It was, it, was, it was no time to die without anything else attached to it. And 
So yeah. Oh man, go. I gotta tell you, man, post or dull. If I if I have to wait till it gets into the single digits, I consider it a loss for me. That's kind movie, of how I feel too. Movie dull. I either get it on the first try or I don't get it at all. There was only one that I was close to not getting. And my, because the the stream, Poster Dull gives you one second of the movie, like the entire movie for one, uh, kind of clipped into one second. But as it was playing, the one that I wouldn't have gotten froze on the title card. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I caught it that way. Which one was it? Oh, uh, shoot. I don't even remember. It was a British, like, uh, heist movie. Oh, um, Snatch? That's Snatch. right. Snatch. Yep. That's, what, that's yeah. the one. I there was a Tom Hanks it. one where they were going. It was like I was I saw Tom Hanks, but I didn't know it. I just kept like guessing every single solitary Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, and I think didn't, I ended up not not getting it. But didn't get it. Even just now, as you were talking, I just did the quick movie doll of the day, which is when I open my eyes, the absolute widest for the day, and I just oh, me too, yeah. Can. And uh, yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane, fantastic. Does it ever not load for you well? Like yes, especially if I'm not doing it on like the Wi-Fi. Like I try to yeah. do a full refresh of the entire website every morning uh-huh. when I do it. So, um, yeah, sometimes it'll, you'll get like an awkward freeze frame. And you're like, okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, a couple times I've not gotten on the first try because it freezes on the countdown three, two, one, and I look away for a second. By the time I look back, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I only got yesterday's because I recognized the credit scroll. If you can believe it or not, it was for Silence of the Lambs. And that last shot of him I missed yesterday. Oh. oh, man. That was a good one. That was all solidness. Mm. But we'll put both mm. of those games in the show notes because those two, uh, Waffle, Wordle, and Hurdle, which is where you hear one second of a song and try to guess. Oh, well, nice. Every, I every day. be good at that. Do them every day. Wouldn't be good at yeah. that at all. <laughs> there are times when I'm like, okay, I know this immediately. And then there are times where I skip to the very end. I'm just like, I still don't know what the hell this song is. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Some atonal art crap. Usually it's like disco or mm. it's late 80s. I assume they would R&B. be somewhat popular stuff always. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Most of the time it's like a hit single from an artist. Um, but yeah, after stuff, gosh, we had Lydia on for Zorro. Lydia, uh, thank you yeah. guys for coming on. My goodness, Zorro. I, I just got a TikTok and I will try to find it. I didn't favorite it, but I'll post it in the show notes if I can find it. But um, the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song was ripped off from the Zorro song in the trailer. Oh really? Yeah, it was Interesting. eerily close. Well, like I can't. The, yeah, the rhythm was taken or something, but the 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 pace of it, I was like, holy crap! It's the same song. I can't believe it's taken me to this long to see that movie. That movie is so much fun. I I stand by. Of all the movies we've watched that I haven't seen, I think I. Well, that may not be true. Scrolling up from. <laughs> Don't was, worry about Eternal. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, no. Of the movies I hadn't seen, it was my favorite we've done so far. But I think the one we did two episodes later, I think the one, the one best picture this year. We. Oh my gosh, we'll get my, yeah, let's, yeah. So oh. all right, next we did Eternal Sunshine. Which do you have an affinity for? Do you like Eternal Sunshine? I just, I just love top number five. Number five, it sits comfortably so there. Oh so my good. goodness, it, it was one of those where. You just get nervous. You're like, this isn't going to hold up. And then, I mean, not two minutes. And I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I kind of I wish I had seen it in college because I think it would be that important of a movie to me had I seen it. Like, yeah. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. But sure. I, that's like, that was where I, I, I wish I had sat down and watched it with you my sophomore year because that would have been incredible. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, kudos to you for the captioning role for Coda, which is so. This is one of those dutiful ones. Coda won Best Picture. We do a movie podcast. We were obligated, so let's just get this over with. Two hours later, wow. 
And that's dead on, man. I like love it, that movie. Yeah, uh, but because of Severance and that movie, I have been telling everybody and their mother to get Apple Plus. Just golly. it's worth it. There's enough stuff on there, even if you just get a month and blast through. It's worth. It's great. There's some great, great content on there. There really is, and there's another show that I had to check out. A comedy that I've heard is really good, but I think because we are now hooked on Ted Lasso, and I am now hooked on Severance, mm. and I, I can't stop shutting up about how good Severance is. I still gotta do I'm Ted Lasso. Hold, just gonna hold on to it. Just gonna hold on yeah. to it. Yeah. And I, and we're gonna do Severance. We'll have to talk about week by week as we do our podcast next year. Yes, we absolutely will. So you all have time. Watch Severance season one because this will turn yep. into Severance gush. But I mean, I, we're, we'll just straight up spoil things. I think yeah. we should just. We'll, we'll have a break at the end. I agree. And, you know, I've been hurt before by season two. I've been hurt by many shows that season one. Uh, yeah, that's true. Over the moon for. And so I'm just I, in my heart of hearts. I'm like, please, please don't go downhill. Please continue well, it, that. Strength. It's funny. I think season one of The Walking Dead is some of the best stuff I've ever put to footage. And I've never had any desire to rewatch it because I got so burned on that series. Gosh. When did you drop? <sighs> season. I couldn't make it all the way through season three. I just got bored. I think halfway through four, like Daryl finds his brother and they're about to fight with the general. And I was just like, I quit. And I, I haven't, I tried picking it back up, but then my favorite character died in the worst way I've ever mm-hmm. seen. So I just, I never, I was like, this is garbage. Moving well, on. It's, I, I find, I, I feel this way about mm, several shows. Walking Dead's the worst, but even Game of Thrones to a certain degree where they're trying to be shocking and like, uh, they're, they're so constantly trying to shock you with who they'll kill that it's no longer shocking and just kind of boring. Yeah, I can and, see that. And especially with The Walking Dead, where he keeps trying to up the ante, to the but it's still just go to a place, there's some guy who doesn't want you at this place, a lot of zombies are there too, watch this guy do horrifying things, and maybe the zombies will be part of it in some way. Yeah, it's it just feels like... Especially in season two, the farm and the extension of so many lines that you just don't give a rip about, or they're trying to stretch stuff out. It's like, mm-hmm. but the farm I, is like a blink in the comics. I read 150 pages of the comics too, and 50 50 issues of the comics, the first three big volumes, the compendiums, mm-hmm. and it, but it still got to be the same thing. Where it was go someplace, they're horrified by how this person behaves, and then they go to the next place and do it again. It's holding up a mirror to society. It's like Black Mirror. Hmm. Mm. Well, this has become Walking Dead bash, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! After Coda... <laughs> After Coda, we started a new series, which I'm super like excited this. to continue next season. How have you not seen that? We did Goodfellas, which was so awfully timed with Larry Liotta passing away. My goodness. Yeah, it was like a, he, two weeks before? Everything I've read said that he went in, like, the best way possible, like, surrounded, like, lo- like mm. loved ones. Well, not surrounding him, but just, like, he yeah. died in his sleep, but he was loved by many. He was at the top mm-hmm. of his career, working on new material. Went out with a bang, my friend. Amen, buddy. Yeah. Oh. So uh, we'll do uh, Godfather Part 2 and then Rashomon uh, next season. That's the plan. Sounds great. Sounds great. And then Severance Gush again. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. That was our streaming one. Uh, Summer movies we did. We just kind of went through, which, let's see. Jurassic World 3 is out now. Lightyear. I saw two of the three we talked about in May. I didn't see Downton Abbey. Did you see Downton Abbey? I did not. Not yet. I can't see it without the wife. I'm not allowed. Mm. Brian and Charles just came to the Myrna Loy here. Yeah, it's not doing too bad at the box office. Yeah, a million dollars. 
Looking forward to Thor. Uh, really, really excited for Nope. The Alamo Draft House is doing a screening at the ranch that they filmed in the Hollywood Hills. What? That's so cool. Uh, it's like a whole day with hiking and alien festivities, and uh, I so wish I could go there. <laughs> That's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, cr- I wrote where the crawdads sing, not knowing that the uh, <clears throat> main girl in um, Under the Banner of Heaven is the actress in cr- mm. uh, one of the crawdads sings. So Still I'm going to check it out the for just that reason. Very, very good. It's a hit uh, job, but it's very, very good. Bullet Train I still want to see. Yep. Um, yeah. Gosh. Summer fun, summer movies. So much to see. And then we got into our Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yes. Which I will read. Just a couple of our friends, our, our uh, some previous guests wanted to let us know how they felt. So I want to start with Mr. Kyle Peterson. Uh, who ranked uh, the Ewoks movies as well? So fourteen, <laughs> right? So this fourteen, Rise of the Skywalker. Oh, below Clone the Wars, Ewoks, right? Well, Ewoks are twelve and eleven. Caravan of Courage for twelve, and Battle I for Endor agree. for eleven. Attack of the Clones for ten. Phantom Menace for nine. Solo for eight. Rogue One for seven. Revenge of the Sith six, nice and high, just like for you. Uh, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, number three, The Last Jedi, A New Hope, and Empire. So well done, Mr. Kyle. Those. That's those a respectable list. Yeah. And uh, good old Corey Edwards sent us his list as well. I love his list. I, I yeah. love his list. Yeah, and he sent us a nice big note out. that I'd love to read. So starting with his list from 11 to 1, he did Phantom, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, Rise of the Skywalker, Return of the Jedi 7, uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi was 5th, Rogue One was 4th, Solo was 3, which was wicked high. I think higher than we uh-huh. had, any of us had Solo. Empire Strikes Back for 2 and A New Hope for number 1. And uh, Corey sent me a little email, which is this. Uh, I guess my overall approach was to start with pure nostalgia, but then move to asking myself the question, which movies are better made movies? A New Hope always ends up at the top for me because it is the original, the one that hooked me. The simple fairy tale with a complete story that started it all. It started it all. Think about that. It's not just lightning in a bottle. It was ten bolts of lightning in a single bottle. Most agree Uh. that Empire is a better made movie, with more gravitas and that it doubles down on everything. New Hope started... But I hope New Hope the first spot. Let's see. But I give New Hope the first spot for nostalgic and emotional reasons. The prequels will always be at the bottom of the list, because I had to admit that nothing in them really moves me. They were a hollow delivery on a promise I waited ten years for. I also saw them as an adult. They will never hit me the same way they do for the people who experience them at a younger age. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the Disney era sequel trilogy and the Star Wars story movies will always rank high on the list because they are simply better made movies. Better filmmaking, better performances, more visceral camera work, and better VFX. They are just better experiences using more modern movie-making tools. I will admit the Rise of the Skywalker is a mess when it comes to plot. It's an overstuffed turkey. <laughs> uh-huh. But even at its worst, it has individual sequences, performances, and powerful moments that are way better than anything I can think of in the prequels. But here we go. I want mm. to highlight Mm-mm. Solo on this list because I've ranked it ridiculously high compared to most fans' lists. For some reason, it's become everyone's favorite punching bag, but it doesn't deserve that. I will bare-knuckle brawl anyone who thinks this is a bad movie. The script is one of the most complex and surprising of all the movies, and it's the closest thing to a sci-fi western in the whole franchise. It's got a swagger and swashbuckling spirit that I don't think I've seen since the original. It is imbued with the casual wink and nod tone that Han Solo brought to Star Wars from the beginning, and that's something the entire franchise had been missing for quite a while. 
As fanboys gasp and clutch their pearls, you'll see I also ranked it higher than Rogue One. As kick-ass and visceral as Rogue One can be, it is almost void of any humor and seems to be made for more for 40-year-old men than the original family audience of the original film. Solo has much more humor and heart, which is what I look for in my Star Wars. I sincerely believe any Solo hate is a product of the time and place it came out, and it doesn't deserve it. It deserves to be viewed on its own merits simply as a film, and that film is good. End of statement. <laughs> okay, I want to respond because I, I have thoughts, and, and I could not respect his opinions better. Absolutely. First, I love that he puts the prequels at the bottom, but he doesn't crap on anybody for liking him. He fully admits he didn't watch him as a kid, and I think that's one of the reasons why they're being reevaluated now is there's the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And and if you went in there with a disappointment that I'm sure is, uh, would have been a lot harder as an adult than it was for me in fifth grade, <laughs> that would be different. Um, Solo is the movie I think I would have rated differently, and I think I had to probably put it in my fourth or fifth place if I was to redo it again. I could, not, I could not agree more about Solo. I think Solo was hated on purely because people didn't like The Last Jedi and it came out so close to The Last Jedi. Solo is so much damn fun and <laughs> I need to go watch it tonight. So there you go. Yeah. That's indifferent. Very good. And I think for me, I will just always want to see what the Phil Lord Chris Miller version of it was. I totally get that. But sometime, like a year from now, just pop it on when you're not thinking about it and just try to watch it with nothing in your mind. Yeah, that's fair. It's so much fun. It has, I have quibbles with it. I do have quibbles with it. But those quibbles are not small enough to make it not a blast. Love it. Love it, love it. And Corey, we'll have you back on next season, man, for sure. Um, One more, and then we'll get back to other stuff. Seth wrote, the true winner is Jendi Tartakovsky's Clone Wars. Yes! Which I thought was a very nice way to open his email. Uh, first for him is Empire. Second is Return of the Jedi. Three is A New Hope. Four is Rogue One. Five is Revenge of the Sixth. Then Force Awakens. Phantom Menace. Solo. A tie oh. between Attack of the Clones and Rise of the Skywalker. And Dead Last is The Last Jedi. This is Seth? This is Seth, yep. Where, where did he put Revenge of the Sith? Fifth. Fifth from the top or bottom? Bottom. So first was Emperor, second was Return of the Jedi, three was A New Hope, four was Rogue One, and fifth was Revenge of the Sith. So what's below Sith? Go through. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, Sixth is Force Awakens, seven is Phantom Menace, eight is Solo, nine was a tie between Attack of the Clones and Rise of the Skywalker, and eleventh was Last Jedi. Okay. All right. I was going to give him crap because he, like, got almost angry at me at your wedding for defending Revenge of the Sith. Well, it was it was when we recorded the podcast, actually. His episode, he got mad about that. Because my wedding was 2014, so that wouldn't have been then. Well, sorry, no, no, at your wedding. I remember sitting at the table at your bachelor party. Oh, oh, for Revenge of the Sith. I'm sorry, I thought you said yeah. Last Jedi. Ignore me. No, 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 Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I was going to say everything below it was stuff that came out since then. So I'll, 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 I'll accept it and let it go. He's wrong, but I'll let it go. Yeah, that's, so that's the thing. Is like Seth, you're, you are, you are entitled to your own opinion, but you're wrong, and I hate you. So after, <laughs> after part one of the Star Wars, we had Mad Max Fury Road. Thank you, Lauren, again for being on. That was terrific. And I went to my local uh, DVD store, and nobody had Mad Max Fury Road. So I'm just going to have to special order it on Amazon the next time I check out a cart. We're missing. We had another rank, didn't we? Somebody else. Well, y- one. yes. Part two of Star Wars was just last week. 
No, I meant oh, uh, some. Uh, didn't Kyle submit one too? The uh, Halloween one horror one hundred one. No, for Star Wars ranking. I, I just I read that. Oh, I read I Kyle's and Corey's and Seth's. I have two more there rankings. But since we're wrapping up the Star Wars one, ah. uh, when we had our top five, Lydia sent us in. Oh, please. Okay, good. Yes, Lydia sent this. One, A New Hope. Two, Empire Strikes Back. Three, Return of the Jedi. Four, Solo. So her and Corey agree. Awesome. Five is Rogue One. Six is Phantom Menace. Seven is Attack of the Clones. Eight is Revenge of the Sith. Nine is The Last Jedi. Ten is The Force Awakens. And eleven's Rise of the Skywalker. I'm glad we can almost all agree on Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us not all of us not all of us and then good old gary uh he came on into the dark knight a while ago his 11 was rise of the skywalker his 10 was mm-hmm. solo gosh gary nine was last jedi eight was force awakens seven was a phantom menace six was attack of the clones which is way too high Five so he's the guy he's the guy we were talking about guy. that we should have come on and talk about attack of the clones i said yeah there's got to be one person there's got to be one person maybe i'll put a call out to tiktok i'll be like i need to find the one person whose favorite star wars film is attack of the clones i need to ask them why <laughs> yeah. um four was rogue or five was revenge of the sith four was rogue one three was return of the jedi two was empire and number one was a new hope so he agreed with Corey yeah. on that yeah. note sure 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 so and uh that's what you call all the season even those I disagree with, I respect them. I respect them. I get it. Yes, indeed. Oh, goodness. So this one another excellent season. We're going to take the summer months off. We'll come back to you in the fall, but we're really looking forward to more fun, more goodness. Um, thoughts, Brendan? Thoughts? Uh, you watching anything right now? Goodness, we're watching Obi-Wan at home, which my mm-hmm. wife has mm-hmm. been the driver of. She's like, That's awesome. Put on Obi-Wan. Put on Obi-Wan. Well. Obi-Wan coming out. Thank you. Um, so we've been watching Obi-Wan. Uh, let's see. I have started The Office. I'm just I'm ready to give it another shot. It has had its moments of cringe, but nothing that's made me want to walk out of the room quite as much as season one did. It, yeah, season um, one's got the most cringe. Look, you yeah. don't need to... It's not the, the greatest thing of all time, but it's not bad either. It's, it's I think it's... It, I know you didn't like it. Some of the lines I'm really enjoying, uh, the Halloween episode, which is pr- which is perfectly timed because Dwight was shot in such a way that he looked like the Empire from mm. Star Wars. When he's like, no, Michael, not me, not Dwight. Like that whole sequence. And they shot him side profile. Oh, my gosh. I was really happy with that. I, it's worth watching. I, I do like The Office. Yeah. It, it gets I'm stale it by so the far. end. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, what else am I watching? I did binge a whole bunch of movies, but now I can't think of any of them. Top Gun, uh, again, too, was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed that one. Gonna go um, see it again. I finished three books, and the third one we can talk about for a little bit, but Here There Be Dragons by James A. Owen was a clever, like, preteen fantasy novel that I really enjoyed. How to Stop Time by Matt Haig might mm-hmm. be my favorite book of the year already. Um, it was very, very good, and I highly recommend that one. Okay. And third was The Boys, a memoir of Hollywood and family read by Ron and Clint Howard, and Bryce Dallas Howard does the intro. (laughs) That's very different than The Boys that everybody else is consuming right now. So, okay, real quick. Have you watched that show? First two seasons. I haven't started season three yet. Okay. So everyone was talking about something that happens at 10 minutes and 43 seconds into season three, episode one. And I, who do not watch the show, was like, I won't. 
Oh my gosh. Just, Look, you just just let me know I, when you see. <laughs> I love this show. It is a deeply cynical, gross show. Yes, very much so. But just know that it was practical effects. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, but this book was so much fun. And if you like Arrested Development as much as we do, I mean, you've obviously heard anytime we drop the F-bomb, you hear Michael uh, telling uh, his I did, brother Buster. I did use lightsabers for the last two episodes. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. But I, well, you know that I'm editing then, I guess, <laughs> when you hear Buster's. I did once or twice, a couple times, a couple episodes I did that. Truth. Um, so you get to hear Ron Howard read effectively his life story, him and Clint's life story, which I didn't know a lot about. Um, I've seen, you've seen Clint Howard in a lot of different things. I saw him yeah. in Austin Powers and I think Armageddon for a second. Or was it the MTV parody of Armageddon? He's, he's in everything. Just He's in a briefly. lot of stuff. I have never seen Gentle Ben. I've only heard the Brian Regan joke about the show. Um, mm. But it was a delightful book. Like, my goodness, like the hustle of this family like in that time period was absurd. And like the things that had to come together in order for certain things to happen, like they had shot a TV movie about life in the fifties, which didn't do, didn't do well. It didn't do well on air on television. And so they were going to maybe do a TV offshoot, but then they didn't. Um, but then Ron was in American graffiti mm-hmm. and that was a humongous explosion at the box office. Also written and directed did, by George did, Lucas. I was going to just make a joke about who directed that. Right. Well then, you know, because um, because American Graffiti did so well, that is what launched Happy Days. Like that's exactly why Happy Days happened. Huh. So it's, I didn't it's know really that. cool to like hear these little stories and get little glimpses into their lives. And at some points, it's like some things. I'm thinking like, why are you sharing this? Like, why are you sharing these two very specific incidents in your life? Um, but overall, if you are a film buff, delightful. movie nerd like us, you will really, really enjoy it. And very specifically, get the audiobook because it is a joy to hear these two read. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds yeah. really good. So that's what I'm consuming right now, and then just a bunch of board games with you boys. But uh, what about yep. you, Brennan? What are you, uh, what uh, are you watching? Obi Wan. I enjoyed go. it while also feeling like it's somewhat of a missed opportunity. Um, almost done with Paranoia Agent. Really liked that. Oh, yeah, two more episodes. Yes. Two more episodes. I've really enjoyed the heck out of that. Uh, so a coworker of mine made me aware that Third Rock from the Sun is on Amazon Prime for free with trailers, oh. with uh, commercials. So I've been doing that with the kids. Uh, about six years ago, I watched through it, and I thought, holy cow, this holds up way better than I ever would have guessed. And here I am six years later thinking, holy cow, it still holds up way better than I would have guessed. <laughs> I love that show. It's so dumb. John Lithgow's face is like a like a piece of putty that he just molds from second yes. to second. It's so good. It's so good. Knock, um, knock, who's there? Me! Like, me! I, I heard that line so many times. Oh, my My God, I'm show. gorgeous. Uh, I mean, it, yes. I, have a, <laughs> I have a buddy from from um, elementary school through high school that I, I just, watching the show, I realized, like, 90% of the words that we say to each other are just third rock quotes. Really? Uh, that's great. Yeah. Lewis uh, is John Lithgow's son, I believe. He's in, he's, John Lithgow's son is in the, this class. Yeah, he's the dopey one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sonic Origins came out yesterday, which is just the classic Sonic games. It it is as glitchy as you've heard, and I love every minute of it. (laughs) Wait, Sonic Um, what again? Sonic Origins. It's Sonic 1, Sonic CD, Sonic 2, and Sonic 3 and Knuckles. All, this, okay, this is the first time they have been, um... 
ported to natives to current hardware. Every other Sonic game has been emulated, so they actually oh. could. So it plays in high definition, full widescreen with full sixty frames per second, and it's pretty incredible the difference that makes. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Have you played um, Sonic CD yet? I have before. I okay. I I like it. I still think two is where the series hits its stride. Sonic mm-hmm. One is a downright bad game. I oh. don't like Sonic One. It's like a prototype that never quite worked. In a lot of ways, I think Sonic CD is the first full Sonic game. Yeah, Sonic CD is is ranked extremely high on like the Sonic rankings, and it wasn't until I beat it where I was like, okay, I get it. Like this takes it's a great I game. Love about two and three, and just add some three D elements to it. But you know it came out before 2. I did not know that. Yeah, it was CD 2 and then 3 in Knuckles. Wow. Yeah, I so I, know that. that's what I mean. is I, I really kind of think of Sonic CD as the first Sonic game. Um, <laughs> because 1 is just painful. It's like a prototype that just doesn't work right. Mm-hmm. Shredder's Revenge came out. I've been playing that with the kids. That's oh, been fun. Oh, I gotta get that one. I yep, gotta get it's that great. one. It's really great. Um, Reading-wise, I don't know if I've mentioned, I've been casually reading Richard Ayoade's The Grip of Film. Um, basically, he wrote a book as a chauvinistic son of a bitch who, from Hollywood who is <laughs> teaching film. And, uh, and so half most of the book is written that way, and then Richard Ayoade is speaking in his own voice in all the footnotes where he argues with the writer. It's great. <laughs> that sounds uh, awesome. Yep, read a, I read a Conan book because I Conan's like my palate cleanser. Every now and then I'll go read Conan. Um, Conan the Barbarian, just to be specific. I was about yep. to say, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of comics, a lot of Tom King stuff. I read, uh, I'm reading his Supergirl run. I read, uh, this isn't Tom King, but I read um, Nice House, House on the yep. Lake. Yes. Um, there's something else I read recently that was really good. But yeah, yeah, just... Have you read Radiant Black before? No, I don't know. It's currently running. I think it's about 16 inches in. 16 issues in. I'm on issue 7 or 8. And it's like a more grown-up Power Rangers. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. What, what company? I want to say Image, but I feel like Image doesn't make anything that I like. Um, let me see. Well, how, how is that possible? Image is creator-owned. So everybody that you like is writing something for Image. Oh, it is Image Comics. Okay, cool. I'll take it. No, I just, I, I tried reading, uh, you know, I, I fell off Walking Dead, the other Robert uh, Kirkland one. Kirkland, okay, do you, do you know how Fletcher. Image works as a company? Just that it's creator-owned? Or? Do you get why that's a big deal? I imagine it's less cooks in the kitchen, like an independent well, studio would be? or it's, it's no cooks in the kitchen. It's basically they let the big writers from all the other companies come to them and make whatever the hell they want. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And they just publish it. So if you've only read things from Image that you don't like, that's bad luck because there's some great stuff coming out of Image. Gotcha. I read the one superhero one that's airing on Amazon now, the cartoon one, and I just sure yeah, it was okay. I don't know. It's it's like you know adult themes, and you get why it's basically find writers you like other places and figure out what they've done for Image. I like that. Okay. I'm just going to read a bunch of Sonic comics now because you mentioned Sonic. I need Sonic. to do that too. I, I pulled out the old Archie comics from when I was a kid for the other the my kiddos. You read Archie comics? Archie Sonic comics. The, oh! The Archie publisher Sonic comics. Not the No, I didn't. I was not following Jughead's adventures. <laughs> not Riverdale, River, no. Riverfront? No. 
Oh, yeah, so a board game I ordered in March was sold out came. So Radlands, me and the wife have been playing a lot of that, and oh. we've been playing Dune Imperium, which is also a really good board game that I've enjoyed. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That sounds like yeah. a blast. You just reminded me that I saw the movie Friday Night Lights, which I had never seen before. That's a good movie. And, uh, it was a good movie, and then I rewatched the pilot of the first episode, and I've it's not a seen really the good show. TV show. It's I've a good show. great things about the show. It is a good show for sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One that I was very pleased oh! to watch. Yes. I think I already mentioned it. Yeah, I did. Apollo 10 and a half. Yeah, you guys mentioned just, that one on Mad Max. Yeah. Just thinking about uh, TV shows about Texas youths. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you ever listen to uh, Mike Burbiglia? I don't know who that is. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, he wears like a headset microphone and walks and talks around. I'll have to send you some stuff. but Yeah. I was listening to some of his comedy, and it's very, very good. Interesting. I, yeah. I like. I could use some comedy. Yeah. Very good. Comedy's well, here's good. A off the wall question: What are you going to be up to this summer? Any travel plans? Anything like that? <laughs> so my wife and four kids are leaving the house Sunday morning to drive to Washington D.C. Um, I'm scared for them, and I hope they all survive. Uh, a museum trip or no, Lauren's best friend is getting married and then i'm oh, flying out to meet them uh middle of next week so we're gonna stick around for july 4th to july 4th in dc assuming cool. i don't get stuck in an airport for three days uh assuming but this 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 weekend is going to be the first time in three or four years that i've had more than a day to myself in my own home which is going to be weird my god and, uh, I might not do anything, which sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> so, oh, that's the big thing. How about you? Uh, let's see. We got plans to go to a wedding in July in Michigan, potentially Arizona at the end of July. Although it's July is the hottest month in Arizona, so I don't know mm. if that's going to work. We actually might just move that one. Sure. Um, but yeah, just <clears throat> I've got a lot of writing to do. Um, I'm working on a script. I'm working on... Nice book two and my nice. series i'm working on the outline for book three and i just started the outline for book four so i'm awesome currently shopping around for a cover artist so that will be very interesting very cool man very well, very cool when you post on deviant arts looking for uh a cover artist you just get a whole f- buster ton of porn man <laughs> a whole bunch of hentai and other things that i'm just like oh this is on my well no one's gonna top that i'm cutting this part out uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh <clears throat> but yeah it's but been... but if you could please just leave in you saying i'm cutting this part out just so that yeah. people can feel like they missed something <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have fun editing this one. But yeah, man, uh, so I'm looking for a cover artist right now. Um, just a lot just a lot of writing things. I'm just excited for a lot of the projects that I'm working on. It's one of those like irons in the fire thing, and I'm finally going to start pulling some irons out. Just what is that? Is that what that means? Like, Is that a blacksmith metaphor? I, I don't know. I oh, not. You want to maybe me and me should take a blacksmithing, make a podcast out of that. Dude, don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like a good time. Cast it in the uh, fire. Because that's how it works. Have you heard of a Malifor? Do you know what that is? No. A Malifor is when you uh, you mix today. in like um, two figures of speech, 
and you merge them together. So it's like we'll burn that oh, bridge okay. and yeah, come sure, to sure. it and stuff like that. Yeah, that, maybe that's sure, what my iron sure. in the fire thing is. It's just like, is that a blacksmith in the fire? I don't know. A bird in the hand is worth. I see on the spot. Couldn't come up with anything. I think it was a Tumblr post that popped up on my feed, and it was just a whole bunch of them right in a row. And I was like, "Does everyone else know about these? Because these are fun." <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Um, what was the other one? Uh, it's not rocket surgery, which I just said that in college. I think not the sharpest egg in the attic until the cat was freeze over. You've opened this can of worms now. Lie in it. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Oh, Excellent. Shit. Internet comments can just be the fun. The, just the most fun you'll have in a day. You'll just laugh yourself stupid. To plug this show again, I've joined the uh, I Think You Should Leave Reddit, which is most basically just somebody will post an I Think You Should Leave meme, and then everybody else responds for three days and hundreds of comments, making <laughs> conversation purely in quotes from the show, which is lovely. That's lovely. Is it awkward like The Office? or? I Think You Should Leave. So, have you not seen any, have I not watched any of this with you? You sent me the, like, three hours of makeup and then the mask thing. He's like, I don't even want to be here anymore, like, that whole thing. Why did I choose that one to start you with? So, yes, it is awkward, but not like The Office, because it's such absurdist humor that I don't feel like you feel the cringe. You just, it's just, it's, it's non-political, it's absurdist, it's ridiculous, and I think it's the funniest thing that has come out in years. Well, what was that show that you guys showed us in Montana? I am he human. I am human. Oh, oh, documentary now. Oh yes. That's that, great that was, stuff. That is great stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's very documentary good. Documentary now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time for a rewatch of that. We were, we watched pretty much all of, I think you should leave about every two weeks. We get through the whole series again. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. It's on constantly. It's so it's good. like our favorite show. So, did you ever see um, the history one, Drunk History? Oh yeah, I've watched a bunch of that. That's, that's good stuff. A, that's a lot of fun too. That's good Just, stuff. Yeah, it's like all the things. Like if anyone who hasn't seen Drunk History, you know that scene in Ant Man where Louis is like going through all of the like the the whole story is like, uh, hey man, this cool guy, and like everyone's lip syncing it. That's what Drunk History is, and it's just wonderful. But they get drunk and they tell a history story. My impression is they must like research it the night before. And then they have to tell They type up a bunch of notes, yeah. Okay. And usually, usually somebody throws up. Like right. Usually every story, they pause everything to have the guy barf or the girl barf. <laughs> so that's a thrill. Excellent. So, yes, indeed. So, well, all right, everybody. Well, yeah. sure. Thank you for joining us in this uh, season of Cinema Gush. Uh, it was an absolute blast. One final super awesome note. Um, I know I talk about anime from time to time, but my... Yeah, I'll just say it. My favorite anime of all time just announced a new, like, movie or season, and I'm just, like, over the moon, stupid happy. Oh, is this Trigun? It is Trigun, baby! (laughs) Um, Which reminds me, I did have a little treat myself day, and I bought myself uh, the complete uh, Cowboy Bebop series on Blue. Oh, yes. Everybody has to own that at some point. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to uh, just watching that on the Blu-ray on my beautiful PS4. And my goodness, just just playing some damn video games this summer. I just I play Mario Kart on Sunday nights, and that's about it. But man, as I as I get some more stuff done, I'm gonna clear my schedule. I'm gonna make time for video games. I'm gonna have Uncharted 4 beaten by the time we come back. Damn it! Nice. So I'm 
you, I'm going to say one thing that we don't really do on this show, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. We've got, how many episodes do we have now? We have 52. 52. That's a nice chunk of episodes. I mean, if you guys wanted to tell your friends or maybe rate us on whatever podcast app you're using, yeah. it would help us out. We've got a nice chunk of stuff for people to listen to. That would be, that would be nice. Like and, nice. like and subscribe is what I'm trying like to and say. Subscribe. And smash, smash that like button. Oh my gosh, smash that like button. Please yeah. do, everybody. And that yeah, nice. enjoy your summer, and we will see you in the fall. Adios. <laughs>can't get it from my end but let's take it from your end <laughs> we'll take it from my end i'm just playing the evangelion organ we'll let that lie thanks everybody have a Bye, wonderful guys. day we will see you in the next one